I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Good early morning to y'all. Oh, it's really early morning. And it's another episode of I Got the Hell Out. And I'm Deb, by the way. And I'm Laura. And oh my God, it's early. It's really early. It's what, 10, 19 Something like that. I was supposed to be here at 9.30. And here we go, starting to blather again. We're not, we're not, we're not. We apologize for the last episode. We we have real lives, like all y'all. And it's sometimes it's just really hard to get your shit done. Yeah. It's like we went from having all this extra time to getting full-time jobs to... Both like, of us. Like you said, right, like you said, where the hell do I fit everything in? And like for a while I was carrying you because of what was happening in right. your life. And then you carried me for a while and now we're both just really tired and we're <laughs> limping along holding each other up. <laughs> oh my God. Do you have a Kool-Aid recipe? I, I I do. And our Kool-Aid recipe today... Oh, I think I might know. Let me see the picture. This, I picked this one. Ooh, I like... It's like a Halloween-y cat. Well, no. Look, it's 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 a black cat with right. a gold mustard-colored keepa on its head, just like oh, Little Man. I thought that was a plate. No. It's a little keepa. I don't know what it is, but We're going to call it a keepa. Yeah, that's what I it's did. It's a gold keepa. Um, our Kool-Aid recipe comes from Christy K, and it's called the Killer Kool-Aid. Okay, what's in it? It's very simply one ounce of vodka, one ounce of blackberry schnapps, and anything <gasps> blackberry is good. Ooh, yum. One ounce of amaretto, and the rest is black cherry Kool-Aid, which is my favorite. How do you go wrong with that recipe? Exactly. And I mean, this picture is just... Isn't it? We're going to have to post it. Well, he has I'm, a little gold keep up. Well, on. I'm posting it now. And see, well, but I mean, I'll post it on Instagram. Well, see, when I when we do the show, I post it. So um, she's going to know that her Kool-Aid recipe has won for gotcha. before the rest of the world does. Gotcha. You know gotcha, what I mean? Gotcha. Right. And if it wasn't 1030 in the morning, we would be drinking it. Oh, gosh, yes. But it's, it's coffee time right now. And I did. I ran out of coffee, but we're not going to go there. I got milk, though. We're going to try really, really hard to not go off on tangents that have nothing to do with stuff with anything um debbie s is an ex member also and deb if you can put the picture um with the she was cleaning out her closet and okay um her husband worked for months producing the song of moshe what the heck's that one of our culty songs oh okay um she said we still have the original recording reel <gasps> He was so into it for the love he had for our Heavenly Father. And he's the one who showed me Little Man and His Elders. And um, we're going in the wrong direction, she says. But there's the original reel. I mean, this goes back oh my God. to the 80s. So, Debbie, put the picture with your paragraph and I'll be able to post it. But I didn't want to post two of them, you know what I mean? Oh my God. That's like a real culty... 
recording. Yeah. And um, one of our guy listeners, Matthew P., okay, he says, Hi, I'm slowly making my way through your shows and just heard the words you can't say episode. Can you please say the names of the planets out loud? They're all named after gods. <laughs> but of course we can. And um, let's just say that there were four of us the other night and we were drinking beer when I came across this. Okay. And for the life of us, we were trying to figure out all of the planets in order without Googling oh, it. Oh, I, I know them in order. Um, and believe it or not. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Shall we say mm-hmm. them together? Okay. Dude, so like, I have to think about this though. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Hold on. Jupiter. Jupiter. Saturn. Saturn. Sorry. My favorite. Uranus. Yeah, the the planet that farts come from. Uranus. Yeah. Neptune. Neptune. And And Pluto will always be a planet. That's right. Damn straight it will be. They refer to it now as Planet Nine. We we looked it up after we had all written our answers down. As far as I'm concerned, it's still a planet. But poor little Pluto. I'm telling ya. But but why is it referred to as Planet Nine? We're not going to discuss that because that's off topic. Okay. Okay, Matthew. Thank you very much. So, so there you go. There's our planets. Okay. Now, um, last episode we were talking about Amber, um, and her questions, in wheelchair racing. Oh, that's right. What did she have to say? She says, um, "You'll always find someone who is offended by anything you might say or do." But regarding wheelchair races at the hospital, I'd say go for it. <laughs> now, does she say where you could get... Oh, I'm getting Okay, that. all right. I wouldn't find it offensive whatsoever as long as you let me race too. When I was first in a wheelchair at the hospital, I would sometimes race around the unit with other patients. Unless we came a little too close to crashing into someone, the nurses were pretty much just happy to see us out of our rooms laughing and enjoying ourselves. Wheelchair races are a great way to begin finding acceptance with a whole new condition in set of circumstances. And as a bonus, you learn more about how your body now works, what you can and can't do, and how to get around doing things you can no longer do the old way. Okay, so she must be Mm. overcoming something. Um, Just a hint, if you decide to give it a try, in most hospitals... The largest stash of not-too-closely-monitored wheelchairs are usually found near the entrance of the emergency room department. She's giving us her blessing. That makes sense. Also remember that these are generic, heavy, institutional wheelchairs. Long-term, permanently-owned wheelchairs for full-time users are generally much lighter, faster, better designed, and customizable. Bet you couldn't win a race against me. Oh, I bet we couldn't. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Um, well, thank you very, very, very much. We can go wheelchair racing now. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what, though? That that would make you realize what you can't do. And, you know, if you're in a wheelchair, how much you rely on your upper body strength? Well, you know, I have a gimpy arm, and I have to do things differently sometimes. So. Yeah, so I we just don't... We, we take for granted what we can do until something exactly. happens. I mean, try stubbing your toe and walking around. You never realized how much that little toe, you know... Just anything. Yeah, anything at all. Anyway, back to the show. Okay, we're going back. Um, we're going... Uh, uh, Barbara Kay is our resident Mormon. Oh, what does she have to say? She week? says, I'm Mormon and I endorse that peanut butter. <laughs> She says, here's the deal. Mormons do a shit ton of humanitarian aid in the form of food support. Um, She says, we get a lot of things wrong, but this we're pretty good at. 
She says every major city in the U.S. at least has a cannery or bishop's storehouse of some um, size where lots of food is stored, processed, and disseminated to individuals, food banks, disaster relief organizations, etc. If your peanut butter accumulating friend isn't Mormon, that food bank probably has some connection to the local cannery. Um, tell your friend to request the potato pearls and cocoa mix. Um, they're fabulous. And remember, Mormons don't drink, so we know how to work those carbs. Oh, I bet they do. Potato pearls? I don't know. Oh, I gotta look that up because that sounds really good. I took the peanut butter home and was showing it to my son. Uh-huh. It is the best damn peanut butter is it really? I have ever eaten in my well, thanks freaking for bringing it over. life. Or is it gone? No, it's mine. <laughs> Just like the pierogi festival was yours. And I see you're wearing the Kennywood shirt. Is oh, that like, of course. So like to rub it in, like, thanks for taking me. I didn't think about it, but it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Oh, speaking of pierogies, I, would, I wish we could get sponsored by Mrs. T's. Wouldn't that be funny? Because all these people are posting pictures about how they're now buying Mrs. T's pierogies. I know. I saw that. So I'm hoping there's somebody. Still... Somebody thanked us for um, showing us these little pearls of wonderfulness. And they are. It's the best comfort food. And everybody was posting about how they like to eat them and what their favorite kind is. I'll leave that up to you to write Mrs. T's. I will. I'll be like, listen to episode. Yeah, what stick episode it on number an- was it? Stick it on another, you know, to-do list. Okay, on one of my many ones, sure. Many, many, many to-do lists. Okay, I gotta, okay. I do that too much. Oh, and it's not, it wasn't the Mattress King, it was Mattress Mac. Oh. So thanks, Mal, she sent me a link for that. Okay. But yeah, he was Mattress Mac. And it wasn't Joel Olstein. Who was it? No, but no, no, I'm saying, I mean, it was Mattress Mac, it wasn't the Christian guy. Oh. Is what I'm saying. Exactly, but yeah, it was... Don't use his last name. Joel. Joel O. Joel Ass. I mean. <laughs> Bad plastic surgery guy. Um, I would love to go into the comments of the American food aisle in Australia. Oh my gosh. But I'm not going to. That was like those pictures that were it's posted. Pathetic. It's pathetic. It's just like every shitty sugary. There's five kinds of candy that you'd find at the movie theater. They have Arizona iced tea and not even the good kind. What's up with the Dr. Pepper? I mean, the can. <laughs> it was Coke. There's a can of Coke. There was um, A1 sauce, <laughs> uh, marshmallow fluff. Oh, God. It, it was, you, you couldn't even survive what was on it there. It was pitiful. It was very pitiful. Um, Jeanette B., um, her question was, you keep saying the cult says everything is pagan and people worship false gods. So my question is this. Does the cult think everyone else worships a different cult than them? She asks a lot of questions. Oh. Yes. They think that they're not worshiping the right God. Then she asks, is the Christian God the real deal? Well, personally, I don't believe in the guy in the sky anymore. So everybody out there, you can make your own assumption if you're following the right one. But according to the cult, is it the same one? No. Okay. Um, Is it... Just the way that he is worshipped that is wrong. And part of it is that the cult believes if you're not calling God by his real name, he ain't listening to you. Well, and the whole thing with the praying with, remember the folding of the hands, like that was wrong. Right. So, if, so it's like all these little it's details. Having the, you have the keys to the door, but you're using the wrong key and right. it won't let you and in. And you need to wear your correct garments. 
Yes, and you you have to remind God, hey, God, it's me, Margaret, you know, because God doesn't right. know who's talking no, to no. him. No, no, you need to say your name, you need to wear the right clothing, your hands have to be in the right position. And, and if you really want God to hear you, you have to have your ablution and be in a complete and utter holy state. Because otherwise he won't hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay, the coffee hasn't kicked yet. <laughs> Um, she goes on to say, is their God, the one true God and no one else worships him or is it that just no one else worships him correctly? Um, yeah. See, the rest of the world is deceived. Okay. okay. Because they're not doing it right. They all have, they all have keys, but they're all using the wrong one trying to get in the door. So there's no way, unless you are in the cult, there's not going no to heaven. Way, there's no way you are worshiping the correct God. Correct. Okay. And see, you're going to die because you're not worshiping with the cult. But everybody out there, good news. You get a second chance. Because when y'all die, um, see, the people that are in the cult are going to be like holier than thou and the new teachers. Remember, Laura? Okay. So somebody's when, when you come up from Sheol the grave and there's a couple thousand years we get to convert you. Wait, wait, this is once I die? Yeah, you're okay. dead. Okay, so I'm, I, I just die. I kick the bucket. Yep. So what happens, according to the cult? Well, you lay there in your grave, and you have no idea what's going on. Okay, until... The resurrection. And is this like the end of the world, the nuclear this is, blah, blah, this blah? This is when everything's said and done with. Okay. Everybody that has ever died, which is what, billions upon billions right. of people, y'all get resurrected. And we finally, and like... Because you, you said have we, the choice. Then you have the choice. You know you sinned your entire life and you weren't praying to the right God. You weren't doing things we, correctly. Okay, we were evil people. You're evil people. Okay. Pagan evil people. Yes. Even though you wanted to do good. Okay. But nonetheless. Nonetheless. Okay. The cult, um, all of the members that are living and all of the members that have died there, um, someone is, you're, they're going to be your, the head over you and they're going to teach you what you need to do in order to live, to get into heaven. Okay. And you will either accept their teachings and get in, or you're going to go to Sheol the grave. Okay. So that's like the second grave. Yes. That's, okay, so that's two the second death. Okay. There's two So deaths. when the whole quote resurrection thing happens, do they come to me or do I go to them like, Hey, I need help. I don't know. Okay. Um, I, I don't even know if you'll have a body. Is it just going to be your soul? soul whatever, right? Or is your rotted body going to come up out of the grave? But they're going to show me the way. Yes. Okay. I want you yep. to show me the way. Maybe Why do play I sing? That. I can't Maybe sing. Maybe they'll play that song. I, I don't think so. Was that Peter Frampton? I think so. I think so. See? See? We're old. <laughs> Come on, if we know Peter Frampton's songs were old. I was at work last night, and the guy that I was working my station with, he's three years younger than me, and I'm 48, so that makes him 45. And we were working with 18 to 25-year-olds, and we were playing songs and asking them who it was and what the name of the song was, and they they, they had no idea for most of them. Oh, my God. There was one time, I can't remember we're who going was. off on a tangent. I know, but this is just really funny, though. One Keep going. Time, okay, one time I was working with someone and George Harrison died. They had no idea who he was. How do you not know that? Um, all I know is that there was some rapper, somebody who did something with somebody like George Harrison. I don't even remember what song it was. 
but the younger crowd was like, ooh, who is this old dude? You know, this young guy's yeah, going to yeah, take yeah, yeah. him places. And yeah, it's like, yeah. wait a minute, you don't know who this is? Exactly. So. Um, oh, you're like losing your crap losing, everywhere. Oh, my crap everywhere. So. Um, to my ex-member friends out there, I, I, somebody asked me what the significance of the bulldog uh, with his paw on the scripture oh, and your book ID. was. Oh, the scripture book or your ID? The ID. But, okay. But on my ID, the bulldog has his paw on the scripture book. Oh, okay. And I, guys, I don't remember what the um, significance... The bulldog was the mascot? At some point that came <laughs> out, and then they had stickers for your car. Oh. So you could identify members, okay? It was like your secret... Was it a bulldog? It was the reverse image of what was on my ID, okay? And it was uh. a big square white decal, and the bulldog with his foot on the book was in green and it was like you would drive up to the gate and they would see that and they would know you were a member oh my god it's almost sort of like like someone's high school mascot pretty much but they ended up taking the decals off of there because it was also it became readily known to the local law enforcement oh that's not good and stuff because you'd have one on the front bumper and one on the back bumper oh. and at first it was kind of like if you saw one of those you do the beep, 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 because it's a member right, in front of right. you, you know, and the town we were in. But yeah, those those ended up getting peeled off after a while. I bet they did. They did. Anybody got a bumper sticker out there left, guys? Oh my God, that'd be great. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Samantha asked, who lives in England, you're still on my list for Kool-Aid. And every time I leave Walmart and I'm halfway home, I went, shit, I forgot her Kool-Aid. So. Oh, to send it to her. Yeah. Ah, uh, it will be on its way. Uh, do you, you know, being like to lit to do I, this. I, I know. Believe me, I hear you. Do you? We know? both, we both have huge ass to do lists. Yeah, you could. Uh, you know what? You take my list, and I'll take your list. We'll swap. I don't think we'll get much done. This is episode <laughs> thirty-seven, by the way. Okay, and we are going to go over. Well, at least start. It might be a two-parter. I don't know. Uh, the Ten Commandments, and how the cult really doesn't follow them, even though they preach them. Well, of course. I mean, you know, because that's how they do things. They, they, they twist it to their own ways. And some of them I find really funny that the whole thing about, well, we'll get into it, but the whole thou shall not kill. I guess it's thou shall not kill. Unless it's okay by the cult. Right, right. Right. Yeah, I, I know but, lots about that. Right. But what they have in the children's book is absolutely not what they do. So they're teaching the kids one thing in the children's book, but they just go ahead and do whatever the hell they want. Which okay. sounds like pretty much the cult from what you've been saying. I, they make no sense. I mean, what they do and what, what comes out of their mouth is like, do as I say, not as I do. Right. And it's like, you know, your kid knows they're not supposed to do something, but then you turn around and say, do this, but just this one time. Mm. Okay. So. And they're probably confused, like, what the hell's going on? I was confused half the time there. Like I and said. And you were an adult. Especially when somebody shows up and you know the truth and they're asking you to lie in court. It's like, I, you know, I told you that I didn't want to go against the cult and say, no, I'm not going to lie. Right. But I, I told them that I would show up in court. And I would, I would say, I heard, I remember hearing a commotion, but I was in the back cooking. I have no idea what happened. Because I'm not going to say something right. that's not true about somebody else, you but know? Lying under oath. 
not your thing. Well, even I, I don't lie because period because right. it takes no thought to tell the truth. When you lie, you have oh, to remember you shit. you need to remember shit. And then the lies just keep getting bigger and bigger and you have to remember what you said four months ago because... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't lie. and I don't lie, cheat, and steal. Those are the three things I hate. And yep. the cult does all three. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, we go to Kenny's Corner. We do? I said, do we? I don't we know. Kenny's Corner. It just pops up. Okay. Okay, so Kenny's Corner may just pop up anytime during the podcast i hope not but it usually does well i could have sworn you told you you said you had one for me i say a lot of things okay. i need to rest of beer <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving on <coughs> to these 10 commandments okay now i'm going with the 10 commandments that are in the old testament since the cult says that they're an old testament cult well of course so we're gonna go they're following the original word of god right so we're gonna go with those commandments and see how they kind of Twist them around to their own whatever. Sure. So the first one is, you shall not have any other gods before me. Yeah. Okay. But don't they worship little man? They do now. But you know what I'm saying, though? Little so, man who rules as God. So he is God? They lost a lot of people um, to the fact of that he claims to actually sort of be God. Okay. Because it says in the children's book here... Um, oh, it says, well, believing in God is positive law number one. So that's number one. Okay. So apparently it's a big deal to not worship any other people. Exactly. But they're worshiping little man. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it says this law is telling us that we must believe in God. Being slaves in Egypt represents being slaves to sin. God freed us from bondage of sin by opening our minds and giving us his laws so that we might obey them and belong to him. Okay, then it tells the kids, we must acknowledge that God is the only lawgiver and that his laws are his strength. Well, it sounds like the cult makes up their own laws too. They do. You Remember, I mean, if you go over 10 miles an hour on the road that leads up to the gates, you're going to hell because you're making the place dusty. I don't see that on my Ten Commandment list. You know, I, I personally don't follow the Ten Commandments. I follow, you know, four words. Don't be an asshole. Right. I, that covers everything. Mm-hmm. So, m moving on. Okay. But I just, I'm loving how they're making up their own, even though they follow the Old Testament, they say. <laughs> and it says, we must be willing to be taught God's perfect laws. Then we must promise to never break them again. It is our obedience to God by keeping his laws that qualifies us to be a part of his family in his soon coming kingdom. Because apparently the end is near. It's always near. It was three and a half years from the day I joined. And here it is 26 years later. And they're still giving excuses about times linear and stops and starts and all that good stuff right it makes so much not sense that it i guess it makes sense to the members out there i mean they must have scrambled scrambled eggs for brains i can it's like the laws that they make up what the, but they say they're following the ten commandments they follow everything in the old testament laura everything oh right yeah, I like the dusty road. That's there. Mm -hmm. I remember reading that in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. There's a talking donkey in the Bible. Find it. <laughs> That's my quest for the week. We have Google now, so all you have to do is Google talking donkey in the Bible. Yeah. All right, I'll Google it. You won't, but it'll be funny. If I can remember, yeah. I will. 
All right. What are we moving on to? We're moving on to number two. What's anybody out there? Come on, play along. What's which according to the Bible's Old Testament, you shall not take the name of the Lord in vain. Which that's why my mom gets mad when I go, God damn it. Right. So, right. But see, that's not God's name. That's his nickname. The cult uses his real name. Oh, so it's, so you could say that in the cult. Uh, well, no, because no. you couldn't use the G word. Oh, that's right. No. That's right, because that would be a pagan phrase. Yeah, and then you couldn't use God's real name and damn it after that, because then you're going straight to hell. You're going straight You're going it. straight to hell. Okay, because in the children's book it says, I guess this is their own version, do not take God's name and bring it to nothing, okay. which I guess is kind of the same thing. Um, and this is prohibitive law number 62. Okay. Okay, then. And let me see here. I'm going to go through just some of this. Um, let's see. A great deception that has spread throughout the world is that God is just one of the gods. So their version of God is the one, and there's lots of other ones out there. Exactly. Isn't that what every religion thinks, Laura? That is true. Now, see, if you were born elsewhere, you would be a different religion. You would be following something else. When you were born, they gave you a name. They gave you an identity and they gave you a religion. These things were forced upon you from birth. From birth. And you never had a choice in any of them until you're actually old enough to go, wait a minute. I have questions. This makes no sense. I have questions. Um, there's a lot of teenage and young people that were brought there by their parents um, oh, they had to be going like, what the hell? Well, there's, there's a, there's something on the ex members page, um, that, you know, she's really upset because she was brought there as a child. And from even the beginning, she's like thinking, what the hell is this? This is bullshit. And she started asking questions in her teens. And of course it's, Shh, we don't ask right. questions because that means you're standing on your own understanding. You cannot stand on your own understanding. You're supposed to study to make yourself approved. But as I've mentioned, when they're standing up there telling you this is what the interlinear, the concordance, the lexicon, mm -hmm. this is what this says, none of us, I don't think, ever went and looked the stuff up. So they could have manipulated whatever way they wanted to. So Which they did. Yeah. And just like every other religion out there, theirs is the one true God. There is no other one. No other one. Okay. That's so. in basically worshiping any Everybody other God is, is deceived. just... Dece oh, that's right. They're stupid. They're stupid and deceived. Okay. But that's all right. You'll get another chance during the that's resurrection. That's right. That's right. And then they're saying that the other gods teach a mixture of righteousness and evil. and So that it looks good. Right. And it is, quote, God worship that has caused the curses of sin to spread throughout the earth. Yeah. Okay. Um, if we take away his name, we take away his glory and the 613 perfect laws that his name stands for. How narcissistic is it that, you know, God makes people, gives them free will, and then kills them for doing their own free will? Um yeah. Worship me and love me or I will smite you. That sounds like an abusive spouse. Which is what the cult does. But, but anyway. 
<laughs> what was that? But, but, move on. Move on. Okay. I'll go off on a tangent. We don't. We all don't We're, want that. <laughs> we, we just don't want that. <laughs> okay. So number three is remember to keep holy the Lord's day. That would be the Sabbath. Which some religions are Saturday, some are Sunday. So which one is it? I guess depending on what religion you are. And, and see, everybody who goes to church on Sunday is going on the wrong day. Right, because it's supposed and to God, be... And God makes his day from sunset to sunset. So the holy day starts at sunset. Right, it doesn't start at like 12 midnight. No, 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 no. But see, people go by a clock. You, do you realize a clock really doesn't exist? People have taken time and broken it down into increments. If you took clocks away, time would still go by exactly the same. See what I'm saying? Right. But people nowadays say Sunday starts at midnight, which is in the middle of the freaking night. But according to the Bible, the day starts at sunset, which going way back to Genesis, if God didn't make the sun until the fourth day, how did four days go by? Anyway. I don't know. Moving on. Okay. And let's see here. It says, uh, this law is very clear concerning the Sabbath. Very clear. Very clear. Um, it shows that God worked six days creating the heavens and the earth and all that is in them. Then on the seventh day, he rested from all the work he had done. Do you think a platypus was made by all the leftover parts he had? Platypus. <laughs> it's a mammal that lays eggs and it has fur. It's pretty cool. And a duck bill and it's got... I, but do you think it was made with all the leftover parts? Kind of like, eh, we'll put this thing together. Yeah, it's like you, Ikea furniture, you always got extra parts, you know? Like... Or not enough. Mine is always not enough. Okay. All right, where the hell am I, I don't here? Know. Do, 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 do. In the same way, we are to work six days and rest on the seventh, which is called Saturday. I thought they didn't use names of the days of the week, but it's in this children's book. They're screw-ups. That's all I can say. I mean, how many typos have we found? Hysterical oh, a, a million, typos. A million. But I just think it's funny that they're saying, which is called Saturday. Because. But yet, a couple chapters back, it's like we do not say the days of the week. No, that would be seventh day. Sabbath. Sabbath day. Uh, well, it, then it says, since we cannot work or cook on the Sabbath, we need to prepare whatever we are going to eat the day before. Exactly. Like I said, I would make... Um, egg and cheese sandwiches and we could heat them up in the microwave, which I didn't understand that because I couldn't heat them up on the stove because that was lighting a fire. But yet you could microwave something. Yes. And if I would have had an electric stove, I could have heated it up on the stove there. Again, makes no sense. Well, you can't kindle a fire on the Sabbath. Oh my God. It's one of the rules. And see in the old days, they would keep the coals in the fire pit and you'd have to make sure that you kept the fire going. Okay. You couldn't light a fire, but you could keep one going. Gotcha. And it also had double meaning because, you know, I used to question everything. Mm -hmm. The double meaning of kindling a fire meant that you can't argue on the Sabbath. You can't get what? mad. Oh, a fire meaning an argument like you can't. You can't get angry. You're not supposed to get angry on the Sabbath. So. Well, what if someone does something stupid? I don't know. <laughs> But, I mean, you weren't allowed to yell at your husband to begin with. But he was allowed to yell at you, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Okay. But you couldn't pick an argument. 
Like, you borrowed my favorite sweater and you are giving it back to me during Sabbath. And you're like, I'm so really sorry, but my cat jumped up on me and now it unraveled and there's this like softball size hole in it. Right. And you just toss it at me and you're like, oh, I'm just so sorry. And you start to walk away. I could be pissed as hell, but I can't start an argument with you. So that would be the day to give that sweater back. Exactly. So anything that you've ruined or anything or whatever, it's like the Sabbath day is like, all right, here's when I'm going to like give back this piece of furniture or this piece of clothing that I totally ruined. Or book. Or that whatever. You spilled coffee. Right. On. Yeah. Um, they can get ticked at you and talk to you after the Sabbath, but no, you can toss the sweater at me and I have to smile sweetly at you and say, <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow, sweetheart. And in your mind, you're going, I'm going to avoid you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm hiding tomorrow. Yes. That's so shitty. It was a shitty place. I mean, there were so many loopholes about stuff. Oh my God. So it's going on here that we must wash our laundry, take our ablution, and call the priests for reconciliation on the preparation day. Yes. Okay, then it says... You you just called in and they would stick you on the list and they're supposed to be praying for you to be all holy again. Magically. Well, you know, just calling on God and saying, hey God, it's me, Margaret. You're there naked with your holy garments on. Then you dunk yourself in the ablution tank. Then you pray to be clean and holy. That's not good enough. Got to call on. Got to call on the elders and put your name on the list. So the elders are the same as the priests. Yes, they're talking about. Okay. Um, and little man's the grand poobah priest. Grand poobah priest. Okay. It says the Sabbath is a day of rest, worship, and study. It is also a feast day. Yeah. Okay. Now, from what I can remember, the women still worked and got the meals ready and did whatever, and the guys were the only ones that rested. Let's just say. Um, like day of atonement sucked and other things sucked because high can um he would sleep till the last minute get up get himself ready and take us meanwhile i've got two toddlers right you're getting them ready you're you're working yeah i have to feed them i have to get them dressed i have to get them ready to go and there's no help from them well i can't say everybody most of the men just took care of themselves. It was up to the women. Um, and you could tend your livestock. You had to tend your livestock. Okay. You had to feed them, water them. Um, I still had to milk the cow because it's it's something you that had to, right. needed. If you don't, they get mastitis. And you can't drink the milk for a few the days. What the hell's that? Um, Some kind of inflammation. Well, let's... Did you breastfeed? No. Yeah. Um, if... The mammary glands are used to being expressed. As you're grabbing your boob. Twice. <laughs> you had to mention that, didn't you? <laughs> it was helping me think it's too early. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's just put it this way. Okay. If you're used to expressing milk twice a day. Right. Because even people get this. They're like they're like your, your breasts will leak. It, it, it backs up and it curdles and it makes like cottage Ooh, cheese. I did not know that. And, um, the, like my cow had it a couple times. Um, like if anyway, when you, so you're wasting milk basically, when you go to milk the cow, not only is the cow in pain, but it squirts out like cheese in a can, like cheese whiz. Oh, that's gotta hurt. It's, um, I, yeah, she didn't like it. Mm. I did my best to make sure she didn't get it, get that. Yeah. but it happened two, three times while I had her and you can't, even though there's four udders. 
if one of them is infected with mastitis, because see, like, I got two boobs. Right. One could have it and one could not. It's oh. it's, it's a block of okay. the milk ducts, which causes the milk to go bad inside you because you're a hundred or you're 98.6 degrees. And that milk is supposed gotcha. to be gone and it's making more. Okay. Does that make sense? It does make sense, actually. Believe I, it or not. Yeah. It makes sense. But it was always... But he wasn't out there milking the damn cow. Nor was he giving her hay or making sure her water was full. Um, we had a dog. We had a bird. It all fell on me. Kenny's corner. <laughs> Lazy son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> With the look on your face. Like, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Be ready for number four. Okay. Okay. Do you know what it is? It's too early. <laughs> you gonna bet me fifty bucks? I bet I can. Come oh up hell with no! It. I'm I'm never ever betting you again on <laughs> anything. Yeah. I'm not even betting you a damn quarter. Nothing. But why? Because I'm gonna lose. No. <laughs> See, you should have went double or nothing, and I would have owed you fifty bucks I'm on not, all those percussions. Not betting you anything ever again. I learned my lesson. Okay. What else you got? Number four. Number four. Honor your father and mother. Yes. Okay. And and little man is your father, and the religion is your mother. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know it's that. A, I figured little man was your father. The father. Your your earthly father ish type ish. thing. Okay. Well, that's part of the reason everybody took his last name is because. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, you were... Again, talk about narcissistic. Um, Somebody else pointed out, not only is it narcissistic to go, yeah, I'm making these people all take my last name, but with all of the multiple marriages out there and as many wives that Little Man had, um, it was a way for the illegitimate children to all have a proper last name. Do you know what I mean? Right. Proper being in quotes. Well, if you're a third wife and you're popping out a kid, but you're not actually married to your actual husband because there's two other wives before you, and let's just say the wife he went there with, they okay. have a marriage certificate from Illinois. Okay? Okay. Because it's a true legal in the United States marriage. marriage. Right. And they found out about the cult, and they traveled there and they're like oh my gosh we need to be here and you know the woman's thinking she found god and the man's going i found paradise i'm getting two more wives right so everybody changes their name to the same last name now so you're one big happy family so every child that is born out there has a like a legitimate last name and you have no idea who is married to who whose child is whose I read you in that news article a few episodes back that, um, he, you know, little man was confirmed to have two children that were born to him at the hospital. And I think one was 19 years old. How they ended up at the hospital, I don't know, because you're supposed to have your children at home or the midwifery. They actually um, want you to have your children at home. Do you know why? Why? Because, Laura, if I'm your friend and I'm not a certified midwife, okay, mm-hmm. you go into labor and you call me. I have helped out at births, okay? So I sort of know what I'm doing. I come over here and I help birth your baby. There is no legal birth certificate needed. 
You oh. now have a person that's technically here, but there's there's no sign they exist. How no many social security number? How many children out there are like that? Oh, because if you would go to a hospital or there was a registered nurse, they'd be like, there's hey. There's no record of you. I mean, in uh, today's society, how many people are there in the United States that don't have a birth certificate and a right. social security Well, card? not just this cult, but any of them. Yes. I would imagine. Yes. Oh, so geez. you were actually encouraged to try and have your kids at home. Um, now, your first kid, usually the midwives. You'd go to the midwives because... Shit, you don't know what you're doing for your first baby, did right. you? Hell no. I knew by the second one, you only had one. I only had one. And since I almost died with my first one, um, I had to go and find a female gynecologist, which there were only three or four in that town. Because God forbid it be a man. Yeah. Well, my second son, I actually um, had to plan to have him. Because... With C-section? No. No. Oh. Um, induced. Oh, Okay. He, um, I actually believe he would have been born on my birthday, but my female gynecologist was planning like a three week trip to France. Oh, okay. And she gave me the dates of, you know, when she was going to be leaving and she told me that I was already two centimeters. Um, and she could guarantee that I was going to have this baby while she was gone. Or, since I was already two centimeters, she could induce me, here's your time span. Pick, pick, pick a day out of these five. And okay. that's, yeah, I was not having a baby at home after almost dying with the first right. one. So, but yeah, can you imagine having a little army of people that don't exist? My God. So what did the cult say when you had to go to this gynecologist? You had to pick a woman because you but what could, I'm saying, like, you couldn't like, have a man looking at your hoo-ha. Well, no, I oh, I know that. But I mean, the fact that you had to go to an actual doctor. I wanted to. That was my choice. And what was their reaction to it? They frowned upon it, but it was still my choice. Just like you could be in the cult and like we had alcoholics that didn't care, you know? We knew so-and-so drank. We knew so-and-so did whatever. Um, you just kind of look the other way because that's their choice and they're go the ones that are going to have to answer for it when God comes back. Go oh, okay. So like they're sinning. You were sinning. I wasn't exactly sinning. So there's different levels of sinning. Yes. I was going to, you know, a sorcerer, a healer. I wasn't relying on God to get me through this. Right. But, you know, um, if I'm jumping out an airplane, usually you have your parachute and a backup parachute. Yeah. That's what I was doing. I had the parachute and the backup, backup parachute. As long as I wasn't, wasn't taking um, prescribed drugs. Because um, they're evil. Yes. And with my second one, I was actually um, diabetic. So Ooh. I had to follow strict eating guidelines mm -hmm. because I couldn't take medications. Oh my God. And I actually snuck my kids to the doctor one time. They had that RSV and mm -hmm. as a pharmacist, RSV is bad. It's bad. You, um, you, you aren't going to like take some herbal something to get rid of it. Like you I, need meds. I had the greatest pediatrician there. They, they were actual immigrants from Poland. Oh, a couple from Poland. Uh -huh. And, um, I had no insurance be 
because we're oh, in the cold. How could you? Yeah. And my kids were so freaking sick. They were like lethargic and turning blue. And I, you know, Kenny wasn't there. So I, I took them to the secret pediatrician. And they actually wanted to put my kids in the hospital because their oxygen was so low. Holy shit. And we sat in that office for about two hours doing breathing treatments. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to put my kids in the hospital even after the breathing treatments. And they knew I was part of this cult. So they charged me basically half of what they would charge somebody who had insurance. Mm -hmm. And they saw both of my children and they gave me anything that I needed to treat my kids. As samples. Oh, So nice. I wasn't busted at a nice. pharmacy, okay? You know. Oh, my God. Like, the hoops you had to jump through. Yes. But, um, yeah, I, I, I begged them because, you know, they're like, I, we really need to, you know, I should be calling CPS on you because you're mm. refusing to put your kid in the in hospital. hospital. And, but they knew I was in the cult, and I would get in severe trouble for it. Right. Even for going to them. So she made me, um, the wife was a registered nurse and she made me promise the next, in the next day or two, bring my kids back. Okay. And they gave me all, they gave me the, um, for breathing treatments, you need like a machine. a machine, the um, nebulizer. Yeah. And you got the face mask yep. and you got these little drops. Yep. And I, yeah, I would, yeah, I ended up not having to put them in the hospital, but Meanwhile, they could have gotten into a shit ton of trouble. Looking back, you know what yes. I'm saying. Thinking Look, about that, looking back, yes. Um, but it was one of those decisions that you have to. I mean, I should never have snuck them to the doctor, but they would have died. It very well, could have. I mean, my youngest son was actually his. He was turning blue, and that's when mom kicks in, and you go, "Screw Holy it!" Holy shit, my. Yeah. Um, Norm, hi Norm, um, one of his daughters, when he, she was born, the midwives kept doing CPR on the baby because she kept stopping breathing and they were waiting for the grand poobah to come down and what the hell is he going to do? He's, he's going to lay healing hands oh, on this baby God. and she's going to be fine. Um, at one point Norm said, screw this. Grabbed the baby, grabbed his wife, grabbed somebody's car keys, and psh, off to the hospital. He, Good for him. He's uh, actually on that A&E documentary, and he talks about it, where, you know, it's a turning point. Screw this. And his baby girl would have died. Right. And there's quite a few out there that did die, you know? Did they say what was wrong with his daughter? I, I don't Do remember, remember. But, um, you know, in today's age... There's no need for these babies to die. There's no need for the babies to die. There's no reason for these women to hemorrhage to death. There's <laughs> there's no reason for any of this stuff no. that goes on out there. And sometimes it's as simple as maybe the baby needs just a little more oxygen because their lungs are not as developed. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's why they have the NICU, like the neonatal intensive care unit. Well, I'm guessing out at the call, if your baby dies, it's meant to be. I, oh, I don't I'm sure. Know. I'm sure. So... Do we are, are we done with this? No, we have. With, oh, with this particular one, yeah, because yes. we're moving on to five. We're moving on to five, which this one I is blowing my mind. Number five, you shall not kill. Okay, which just thinking about all you've said about the cults and how many people they 
They kill whether directly or indirectly. Yeah. And you know what else they do under shady shit? Hmm. If you're there, Laura, and you're getting a social security check and food stamps every month. They take it. And you die. Oh, I bet they don't report that death. No. And they send somebody once a year to go and be you with, they find somebody who looks like you. Oh, that's some shady shit. And they're still continuing to get benefits for dead people. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. Because that's what God would want you to do. That's being honest. Well, you know, stealing from the government is not a sin because the government's evil. Evil, that's true. And you're supposed to take advantage even of though, your enemies. Even though thou shalt not steal, don't steal. Nope, nope, nope. That's your enemies, and you're supposed to smite your enemies. Which means stealing from your enemies. Well, you know, God tells you to plunder your enemies and kill people and... Take the virgins for your own, so why not? It says here, in the children's book, Yes. it says, murder is the unlawful killing of one human being by another. Now, see, the key there is unlawful, because there are lawful times to kill people. Oh. Yes. Alrighty. You can stone people to death for certain things. And it's not stoning them to death in, in, in its bad way. There's several ways what? to stone somebody to death. Do you know that? Well, how the hell would I know that? Well, one way... I would think it's just like picking up a rock and like throwing rocks until they die. Well, well see, that's one way, except you're buried up to like almost to your boobicles. And your hands <laughs> and your hands are tied to, your, so to you the sides move. of your waist. So you can't move. And you're buried in a hole and they start throwing rocks at you. It's your head. Um, oh man, guys, it's really gruesome. Um, my mom didn't believe this went on. Have you seen it? My mom didn't believe this went on in today's day and age. And I actually pulled up, um, you know, stonings and, and that are still going on today. And she couldn't look out at after the first couple Ooh, of pictures. No, I wouldn't be able to. What's the second way? Um, the second way of being stoned to death is they stretch you out on your back. Oh, God. And they, your hands are tied. Um, you're on the ground or a table. Okay. But your hands are up above you and your feet are stretched out the other way. And they get these flat rocks. And they, they don't really weigh all that much. But they start stacking them on your chest. Oh, my God. And, you know, after a while, they, can't breathe. they put another one on. And after a little while, they put another one on until... They crush you. Basically. You, 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 you can't your, breathe. Your, your chest muscles give out because of the, the, the weight on weight. them and you suffocate. And it's a really gruesome way to go from what I understand. Both ways are disgusting. You should look up the medieval Christianity shit that they used to have. Oh, like the, oh God, was it the, um, the Inquisition? Some nasty stuff. Oh my gosh. There. They, they would take you and, and they stretch would, you. No, this one, I they, they, they tie your hands above your head, okay? And that's how you're hanging. And your hands are free to grasp the rope that you're holding on to, okay? Okay. And you're naked from the waist down. And there are weights oh. tied to each of your ankles. God. Okay? And there is a razor sharp, like, axe type thing. And you're lowered inch by inch. Until your crotch is sitting oh, on this geez. razor sharp thing and it splits you in How half the hell eventually. How do you even know this? 
I'm morbid in a lot of things. <laughs> All right, we're going to... All right, I will just believe you on that one. Okay. And under the do not murder thing in the kids' book, it says, the physical act of taking the life of another human being is the ultimate act of hatred against that person. Pretty much. But yet, that's what they do. But if you're told to kill somebody, that's what you do. I'm just playing devil's advocate I know, here. But it's just you like, have to what understand. the hell? You do what the cult tells you to do. And if okay. they tell you not to do it, you don't, don't do, do it. it. Okay, because it says here, disregard for another's right to life is common among all people of all nations because they have not been not taught, basically, the cult's laws of peace. Well, wait a minute. The Buddha's people don't even, like, swat flies. Yeah. It, because it's a life. Do you think the Buddhists, like, use antibacterial Kleenex? Oh, probably I mean, that, not. You're killing You're killing germs. the virus coming out your nose. Any Buddhists out there, guys? Oh, that'd be interesting. And then to end this part in the kids' book, it says, uh, the laws of peace and regard for life is precious and given to us by the creator. Exactly. But yet kill if we say to. Yep. Oh, cool. And if we need to burn up the ashes of the heifer and... Hey. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. So basically, I don't even know what to say. So basically, again, it's just like pick and choose what you want. And if we. The laws in that book are. The kids' for, book. In the scripture book. Oh, okay. The laws in the scripture book are what you are supposed to live by. Okay. And it applies to all the cult members. If you're not a cult member, we can kill you. We can lie to you. We can sell you rancid meat. Um, basically we can do whatever we want to you because you're a heathen scum. Okay. And yeah, you're a heathen scum. Okay. So basically the 10 commandments are to be followed, but then within the cult, within the cult, except if you're not a cult member, then we can do, we can disregard them. Right. That's like, um, cool. If law enforcement came to you, you can lie your ass off, Laura, because you're protecting yourself you're protecting the cult. You're protecting God like God needs protected. Do you know what I mean? Right. Why does the Pope drive around in a bulletproof car? Oh, don't get me started on the Pope. <laughs> the Pope-mobile. Um, you know what? We're not going to have time for all ten commandments. We'll do the final five. We'll do the next final week. five next week. Um, I did not get to everything in my book, and that's okay. But um, I did want to... I. I I didn't talk to her, texted, okay? Um, I asked her if I could use her story for this week's show and post the picture that she posted. Okay. Um, she posted this on her private timeline, okay? She didn't post in the ex-members group. She didn't post in I Got the Hell Out, and she's my friend on Facebook. And I told her that I would just make it so generic because oh, okay. she's only been out for a few years. And let me oh, tell you, the first few years are tough. I mean, for me, I was stuck in that state. I wasn't allowed to leave. Right. And I finally got the hell out. Um, but, um, I'm going to start including like people's stories or things like that maybe. Okay. But, um, this is what she put on her own homepage. She wrote transformation Tuesday, reflecting on how far I've come in just a few years. Physically, I'm stronger and fitter. But my biggest transformation is mentally. 
I was only 23 when I went blindly into a religion following my ex. And at first it was family and friend oriented and peaceful. Like I've said like before. Like you said, right. I mean, it was like being in a family. Right. She goes on to say, however, through the years, it subtly and then blatantly became harsh, cold, and controlling. People have asked me how I could stay so long in a cult. I say because it wasn't like that in the beginning. And by the time you realize something's wrong, you're basically trapped and isolated from family and friends on the outside. I had become so miserable and lived a hypocritical life for at least five years before I left. But I believed I didn't have a choice. So I will keep telling my story in hopes that anyone who feels like that knows there is hope and there's always a way out. Wow. And um, she actually told me I could post this picture. She blotted out her two friends' faces. And that's her. Yeah. Oh, my God. But um, wearing the, the napkin thingy on her face. Yeah. And if you look in the background, everybody's wearing napkins. Oh, my God. Do you see that? Oh, my God. And I'm not sure how long this picture was taken before she left. Um, but, you know, she spent five years thinking. And it's it's like getting a divorce. You don't just wake mm -hmm. up one day and go, I think I want a divorce. No, it's little grains of sand until the scale tips. And you go, oh, my God, I got what the, the hell? hell out of here. I got to get out of here. And um, there's a lot of us that still have family there and it, it really sucks because you're out, but they choose to stay. And yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. Um, almost everybody that I know has family or a friend or somebody that they would love to see get the hell out. So I don't know. Uh, thank you for sharing your story. Um, everybody, we all have stories and everybody's time in there was probably mentally different things that we struggled with, things that we were made to do. A lot of it was who's the head over you and what they make you do or what they overlook. Do you know what I mean? Right. There were men that were, you know, jumping for joy that they get to have as many wives as they want. And then another friend of mine said her husband never took another wife because he actually thought for himself, mm -hmm. how would I feel if my wife took another husband? And he thought about that and he's like, I don't it think I would like that at all. Yeah, that would not go over well. I mean, what's wrong with me? Why, why does she need another husband? Mm -hmm. You know, so. That's amazing that he actually thought for himself while being there. Yes. And she is so incredibly thankful for that. And she didn't even find out about his thoughts until they oh left. Oh my gosh. And she asked him the one day, so how come you never took another wife? And he was honest with her. And she just thought that was the most precious thing that he thought for himself and right. thought about her feelings as opposed that's, to... That's what true love is. What true, honest... Yes. Love is. You don't want to hurt somebody else. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I may want this, but it's going to hurt somebody else. So I can't, can't. do this. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. 
So um, I'd like to give a shout out to my pal Gary, one of the first people I met at the cult. Um, hey, Gary. He sent me a shitload of pictures Ooh. that um, I'm going to have to get with him about which ones I can you know, publish without hiding the faces. Yeah. And I, I was, my friend was over last night and, um, I'm going through his pictures and I let out the involuntary ah! thing. What was it? It was me and my ex with his arm around me and I'm looking all happy and shit. And I think it was our friend John from South Carolina, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah. But it's really weird to come across pictures that you're in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, thank you, Gary. I'm going to be posting some of those. And I guess that's pretty much all we've got. I think that's it for this morning. And I'm stressing morning. I know. I really need more coffee. I think we did pretty good for staying we on did. topic, didn't we? We did. We did. We watched those tangents. <sighs> I, You know, I think last week's episode was pretty much... It, we could put it down there with the, the we first four episodes. We should have titled it, like, Going Off on a Tangent. We should have, but you were too but tired. We, we didn't realize it till after, though, when we listened to it. I kind of knew in my head, and I was waiting for it to come out. <laughs> and when I listened to it, I was like, holy shit, I think there's only like 20 minutes of culty <laughs> stuff. So sorry, sorry guys. Sorry, guys, about that crap. Well, it's kind of like being in, in school, and you, you know, you're doing your home, homework on the bus. Right. That's not going to be your best work. Right, right. So, and I'm actually trying to do stuff like driving down the road. And I've actually pulled over and so I could write something down because in Deb's brain, by the time I had something to tell you that funny happened driving over here and nope, nothing it's in gone. my noggin. It's gone. Well, totally gone. Me. That would be me pulling over. <laughs> Seriously. I, yeah. Hey, at least it wasn't a shit show in entirety. In the entirety. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Um, guys, if you're somewhere, you're uncomfortable, get some help, please. We're still working on stuff here. My to-do list gets longer. Laura looks like I feel at this moment. Hey, I'm still in my jammies. I was up this morning and out of my house. I can't believe I'm sitting here. I'm still really not awake. No, no. Like I said, I'm in my jammies. I have my coffee. Let me see. Am I missing anything here? I don't know. Well, if you are, save it for next week. Um, I do. I have to get to there. There was there was something else I needed to read about. Um, oh, did you we do Thou Shalt Not Steal? Or is that mm, next week? I think that's next week. Okay, because um, oh, that is next week. Okay, well, I'm gonna save what this ex member has to tell me about her cow. Ooh, someone stole a cow. Well, they stole half of it at least. Oh, jeez. Oh, god. Yeah, that we'll, we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that for next week. So, guys, uh, till next <laughs> Sunday evening. This has been Deb, and this is Laura, and we'll talk at you next time. Okay, bye, bye, guys. <laughs>